Welcome to another edition of the Afero podcast series. In this episode, we're going to serialize and play three short conversations between Joe Britt, Afero CEO, and Stacy Higginbotham, who many of you know as the host of the well-known Stacy on IoT podcast. If you're not already subscribed to that podcast, by the way, I highly recommend that you do so. Afero has been a proud sponsor of it. Stacy and Joe have had a number of conversations over the past year. What you hear in this episode is from the November 2018 timeframe. So some things have changed, but the essence is the same. I hope you enjoy it. And I have Joe Britt, CEO of Afero, here to talk to us. Let's really quickly tell our audience, what is Afero? Afero is fundamentally a platform for connecting all kinds of sensors and devices to the cloud. But the most important attribute of Afero is that the way it's put together, everything just works. We also feel like it's very beautifully designed, easy to use, and very, very secure. And our customers tell us that it's the best choice for great end-user experience and developer productivity. Now, you may remember that many of us at Afero came from places like Apple, Nest, Google, Android, Netflix, and we really wanted to bring the best of those engineering and design disciplines to the world of IoT. So Afero is a fully integrated, fully interactive, and fully secure sensor-to-cloud IoT platform. Our customers choose us because they can cut down their time to market by as much as 80%. And of course, that cuts down on cost and complexity. Engineers love the platform because it's so robust and they can reuse 90% of their work from project to project. End customers love how easy it is to get their devices connected and how fast and responsive they operate. Excellent. So who are some of your customers and why did they pick Afero? Customers like Kenmore and D-Link chose Afero really because of three key reasons. Time to market, they can cut down their development time by as much as 80%. Technology reuse, their engineers are able to reuse over 90% of their work from project to project. And then finally, customer experience. Our partners have found that Afero substantially increases the number of devices that are actually connected thanks to our onboarding technology and substantially reduces the number of connectivity-related customer support calls. Awesome. So Kenmore uses Afero to get its appliances online. What are the benefits that Kenmore is seeing from connecting fridges and dishwashers to the internet? There are two main categories of benefits. The first one is end customer value. End customers get not only new features and the ability to control their devices from their smartphones, but also they can integrate Kenmore more tightly into their digital lives. Kenmore also benefits because their product managers can introduce appliances with truly competitive differentiation and devices that are easier and less costly to maintain and service. And they use real data from these devices in the field to understand what features are popular. So why is Kenmore working with Afero? Kenmore is an incredibly strong and trusted brand, and they had the foresight to start very early to lead what was at the time, an emerging connected appliance market. They had multiple projects with existing solutions that, that just weren't doing the job. It took them too long to get a connected appliance to market. They experienced too many outages. And generally, the solution came way short of expectation. And now that they're on the Afero platform, how is it going with Kidmore? We're on our 27th connected appliance model together now. And Afero is a true platform. So everything works with everything else. One of the hardest things about IoT is that you have to develop for embedded, mobile, and the cloud. But Afero has created a unified, 
click-to-configure development process that radically simplifies that. And as a result, the first Afero-powered appliance that Kenmore built was rolled out about five times faster than the previous one they had done. Then the outages they used to experience stopped cold because we've built a lot of resilience into the system. And as you know, it's not a connected device if nobody connects it. And too many companies go through all the trouble of building connected products just to find that customers aren't signing up because the onboarding process is too complicated or too flaky. With Afero, it's a very simple process. So Kenmore started to see a lot more customers actually connecting their appliances. And then once those appliances were connected, Kenmore is able to manage the entire fleet of them using an overall single pane dashboard that lets them see the data that's coming back from their machines and feed that into top-line analytics and machine learning. Finally, I want to touch on security. Afero not only secures all the data paths between the devices, or appliances in this case, and the cloud, but it also secures the manufacturing process. Okay, and last week we talked about the work that you've done with Kedmore. This week we're going to dive deeper into the security you guys provide. So tell me about your security framework. Security is a big deal, and it's only going to get more important, both for businesses and consumers. The challenge, though, is that IoT is an end-to-end -end kind of technology, and so is security. To make IoT trustworthy, not only do you have to secure all of the data paths, but you also have to secure identities, you have to build security with resilience, and then you also have to secure the manufacturing process, the supply chain. So what does it mean to be able to ensure trust throughout the supply chain? If you think of your PC, all data paths are secure and there are firewalls all over the place. And yet malware still continues to get through. So we know you have to go beyond secure data paths. The bulk of IoT devices don't have a lot of local processing power. So we really need a different strategy compared to the PC or even a smartphone. And then IoT devices could also have a much longer life than a PC. And you have to ensure that they're secure five years, 10 years, 20 years on. We expect this will be the next battleground when you have to go beyond just securing the data paths. And we designed the Afero platform with that in mind. I can boil this down to two main things. One, building trust points in hardware in the right places in the process, and two, integrating them into the rest of a decentralized IoT stack across multiple protocols. If you're using a communication protocol built on TCP IP, this is relatively straightforward. But if you're using something else like Bluetooth, it's not straightforward. To address this, we came up with two very useful inventions. One, something that we refer to as an eSIM for IoT. Now, this is similar to the SIM card in your smartphone, but it's a hardware root of trust for the device. And second, something we call VPN for IoT. Now, one of the shortcomings of VPN historically has been that it worked only over TCP IP networks. So this is not totally appropriate for IoT, but we've developed technology that overcomes these. Okay, so in practice, how does this process work? There's a hardware root of trust that's built at a secure facility. That enables us to build the rest of the system at non-secure facilities. And then we use that to cryptographically prove to the cloud that the device is who it says it is when it connects. We 
we've been talking for the last few weeks about Afero and how some of its customers, such as Kenmore and D-Link, have been using your software to cut 80% off their time to market and giving them the ability to reuse 90% of their work from one project to the next. This is really exceptional. So let's focus today on what you guys do with the back end of IoT systems. You can really think of IoT in three big parts. There's first the supply chain, which is all about the security and efficiency of actually building a product. Then you've got the device end, which has to do with the security and way that that particular device communicates. But then we reach the part that you just mentioned, the back end. And the back end of IoT is really the engine room of the system. And it's all about how responsive and how scalable and how resilient the system is. And security has to underpin all of that. Now, many end user complaints that we've heard can ultimately be traced to problems with the back end. The back end is the part that guides the policy and business logic and is triggered by different events that translate ultimately into the vital control and asset data for an application. So what happens to device data when it arrives at the cloud? This is critical. The data has to be processed instantly so that the end user feels like they're just using a normal or traditional remote control. And it can't be something that takes seconds and seconds to respond. So we've got to take into account the whole round trip of the traffic, plus acting on whatever the particular command was and implementing whatever the policies are that are relevant to that command. We have to squeeze all of this down into milliseconds. This demands a truly elastic implementation that is extremely optimized in terms of processing to achieve that. Now, the data also has to be structured properly so that once we retrieve it, we can easily feed it into different analytics and machine learning tools. And then we have to scale all of that up to thousands or millions of devices without sacrificing any of that responsiveness or security. And then on top of the whole thing, we have to make it super reliable. And that means high availability, multi-zone, multi-cloud implementations. So what is new since the last time we talked? Right. Well, I'd like to highlight two really exciting developments. The first is around our patent portfolio. A few weeks ago, we were identified as having the fifth largest patent portfolio in the IoT space behind large companies like Samsung, Qualcomm, Intel, and IBM. Now, this is a really huge testimony to the quality of the engineering talent that Afero has assembled, but it's also a testimony to the market gap that existed for a fully integrated and secure IoT platform. Our patent portfolio is a reflection of the benefits that our customers get by using the Afero platform. And what about this bank of things concept? We've also been doing some really inspiring work with Mitsubishi UFJ Bank in Japan. And this is fundamentally about enabling billions of tiny microtransactions and micropayments through smart devices, all kinds of smart devices. The project is called Bank of Things because it marries IoT with banking and also really lays the groundwork for things to pay each other directly. Afero provides the IoT platform and Mitsubishi Bank provides the payment processing. And this kind of solution demands very secure connectivity and very secure payment processing with minimum overhead. 
Each device then becomes its own payment terminal. There's no need for the traditional payment terminal as an add-on device. You get instant response, high scalability, reliable operation, low overhead for payment processing, and all of this has to be there to create this very unique solution. That sounds really cool. So where can people go to find out more information? Afero.io slash go dash big is the best place to start. If you're a developer, you can also see developer.afero.io and make sure to just check out all the resources that we have on afero.io.